It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. I'm your host, Dr. James J.C. Cooley. And wow, hey, Todd, man, we got a Todd, we got a major, major show coming the way today. You yeah, I can't wait for it. It's going to be exciting about mentorship. We all can either be a mentor or need one in our life right now. I think we we all have to have a mentor, have been a mentor, and want to mentor others. Uh, but most importantly, Todd, I believe um, our future leaders of tomorrow or our young folks and that we that been here for a while, we know the rope and hopefully we're doing the right things that we can step up and we can guide them, mentor, we can show them, uh, we can lead them, and we can also help them build the biggest foundation that they can because as long as you've got a great foundation, it's all about, it's all about, you know. So uh, I tell you, I'm looking forward to this this show today, but uh, I can't even start the show without my executive producer and, and, and co-host, Dr. Michelle Cooley. How are you doing today, Michelle? Thank you. I am doing great. I'm, I'm really excited about this topic today um, because it's, it's really so important. You know, um, why is mentorship so important? But it, it's it's going to be an amazing topic. And we have amazing guests to uh, contribute to the show as well. We got a, a super amazing guest. And uh, this guy right here, I tell you, I haven't been knowing him a long, long time. But seems like I've been knowing him forever. And uh, you can just tell just by every time you chat with him, every time you talk with him, that uh, mentorship is down his alley. He has done it probably millions and millions of times and continue to do it today. So, Michelle, I'm excited about today's show. So can you tell our viewers, our listeners, um, the title of the show, purpose of the show, and introduce this absolutely wonderful guest that we got on? Almost oh, definitely. So today's topic is, why is mentorship so important? And we're going to have a sit-down discussion about this topic with management and business consultant, Tim Grant, and the importance of being a mentor, the pillars of mentorship, and the different types of mentorship. So Tim Grant, our guest, he's been on the show before, graduated UCLA with a degree in economics, earned his MBA from Pepperdine University, presidential key executive program, and has a Juris Doctor from Western State College of Law. Spent the bulk of his career running businesses ranging from small private companies to public and health corporations in distribution and manufacturing. His efforts frequently involved turnarounds and managing strategic growth. He also ran mergers and acquisitions globally for Avnet Inc. He's been featured on CNN, MSNBC, Forbes Financial News Network, and ESPN. Please welcome back to the show, Mr. Tim Grant. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, James. Hey, man, it's always a pleasure having you on, man. You know that. You know that. Well, I just love your show because, I mean, how can you argue with it's your life in a program that's all devoted to, you know, personal growth, development, betterment, uh, you know, and encouragement. I mean, that we don't we don't get enough of that. And uh, so it's a if I'm not on as a guest, I love I love signing in as a as a as a audience member. So it's good to be here. Wow. You know, Tim. So uh, 
it's it's important that uh, we all understand that we have to create a foundation. We have to create an environment. We have to create a world uh, for our youth and our young adults and future generations to come. And by doing that, we have to utilize the necessary skills and experiences that we have attained during our lifetime. Can you tell our, our, our viewers and our listeners why is mentorship so important? Well, I, I think from the, you know, if you look, as Michelle alluded to, right, she always picks great topics and today's no exception, but the various forms of mentorship and the, and the, form, the, the forms that mentorship can take, right? If you're lucky enough to get hired into an organization and you happen to be mentored by the person that that you're going to work for who was part of the interview process, then maybe your direct you know boss becomes your mentor, hopefully. Um, and if not, you find a peer or the organization provides a peer mentor uh, to, to help you as you come into a new organization. Maybe it's your first time in the industry. Maybe you've been recruited from a competitor. Um, and, you know, you rely on a mentor in the organization, maybe a peer, maybe a, maybe somebody higher up the, you know, the, the org chart, but uh, somebody that can help you acclimate to the culture, right? Because you are most likely hired because you understand and fit the skill set that, you know, your, your now new employer, you know, was looking for, right? That's the easy part. The harder part is how do you get acclimated to the new corporate culture, you know, that you're moving into, right? And again, you may come from the same industry, but there may be a big difference between GM and Ford or between, you know, pick somebody, right? So, uh, you know, that, that, that's certainly, that's certainly, I think, to answer your question directly, I, I think that because of the, cor- the corporate culture and understanding the values of the organization and really how they do the business that, that you've entered, I think is really key in it. And I've seen careers, you know, take off and I've seen careers stall out for lack of a mentor uh, coming into a new organization or coming into an organization for the first time, or maybe even the same organization, but mm-hmm. in different, a different job title or a different, you know, different part of the business. So I, I think it's really important. You know, so hey, Tim, that I believe that a, a mentor should have certain characteristics and, need to understand uh, certain rules and regulations uh, in order to lead, in order to guide uh, someone else or guide his organization or people. Right. Um, What are some of the roles and responsibilities that do you believe that a great mentor must possess? Well, you know, I think, I think the, the, the mentor ought to be demonstrating and, and have demonstrated in their own career and their own approach to their job, right? To have the credibility, uh, you know, to be able to then mentor somebody else, right? And I, I, I think that, that certainly confidence in your own, you know, your own function and, your, and, and, and confidence in your own skill set and your position in, in the organization, I think is certainly a requirement, Um for, for a lot of reasons. I mean, we discussed, you know, I just mentioned the, the credibility, but also to be able to undertake a role and, and, you know, going back to this point of, of uh, you know, the various types of mentorship, right? Maybe it's peer, maybe it's, maybe it's your supervisors we alluded to. Maybe it's somebody else outside of an organization. Maybe you're fortunate enough to have somebody in your family or somebody else that you know that, you know, you can go to and help talk through some of the issues that you encounter 
uh, you know, in a, in a new organization or a new career uh, or vocation that can, uh, you know, help show someone the ropes. I think, I think you've certainly got to be able to, to, to understand the importance of it. And I think it's really a good idea if you've already had a mentor yourself and as you grow in your career, uh, you know, you certainly can, can lean on those instances in the past where you remember attributes of someone that was fortunate enough that you were able to have, that you were able to go to as a mentor and you could pick and choose the best pieces and the different aspects, very much like a coach, right? Um, you know, we all remember, you know, I still remember lessons I learned from, you know, junior high and high school and college on, you know, in coaching and they're all important. Um, and you can borrow from 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 those to be able to to be the best coach. But I think listening is is a is a real key component. Um, you know, what is the person you are mentoring as opposed to just, you know, being in a unilateral conversation where you're lecturing or talking to them, making sure that you take the time to listen more about what challenges, you know, they're facing and how you can tailor, you know, what what they're asking for to to the need. Absolutely. Absolutely, because, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned something that's so important, uh, just like leadership. In order to be able to lead effectively, you have to have been led. And that means that you have to be a follower. Uh, I know that I have uh, been a part of organizations where, as a young man, I did not know which direction to uh, go in. And there always seemed to be someone that step up and just start guiding you. And uh, but it takes a while for us to get confidence in them. Uh, to um, I'm talking fully confidence in them, where we know that they got our back. We have to demonstrate that we got your back. Right. Uh, that uh, you are important piece of the organization, and if you're going to, as, as you gain experience where you're going to be in the same chair that I'm in one day, leading. Mm-hmm. So I think that's so important right there. You know, right. I tell you, we got to take a station break. But we're going to come back and we're going to pick it up. We're going to continue to talk about mentorship. And if you want to be part of this conversation, uh, regardless of which platform that you might be watching the song all you have to do is just pick up the phone uh, if you're on the radio and you want to call the radio one 866 or go to the platform that you own ask any, any comments post, ask any questions that you might have I promise you we'll get you an answer it's your life and we'll see you shortly after the break There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. Streaming at theanswersandiego.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. I tell you, this absolutely fantastic guest, Tim Brown. Every time he's on the show, um, he just bring it. He's always kind of like an encyclopedia, kind of like a book of knowledge, kind of like all of these great things wrapped up into one. You know, and today we're talking about mentorship. And I tell you, uh, this young man right here mentored a, a lot of folks uh, in corporate world. And not just corporate, but just in life in general. And uh, just like I mentioned, it's characteristics that we all must have in order to uh, be a mentor. We have to have leadership ability. We have to be honest. We have to be straightforward. We have to be direct. And we have to be able to understand the people that we're leading. Uh, What are your thoughts on that, Michelle? No, I definitely think um, that's important. Everyone can't be a mentor. I'm just, you know, really, but, you know, let me, let me go back with that. Um, There are people like myself. I don't want to hear like the whole 20 minute speech. I want you to get to the point. Now my personality and the way I may mentor somebody by that person, the receiver, the mentee may not, you know, gravitate toward my style of mentorship. But you might have someone else who's just like me in that train of thought. There are people who are very long winded and that's okay. Maybe the person they need to mentor is receptive to the long windedness. Am I making sense? Am I making sense, Tim? 
No, I, I think you are. I, I'm, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. So I wouldn't say everyone can be a mentor, but you have to know what your leadership style is. And with that being said, how, how does one decide, okay, I want to be a mentor, but that is such a generic term. How does one decide what is the best fit for them or area in their life to be a mentor? It could be business. It could be um, mentoring children. It could be mentoring, you know, adults, you know, it could be anything. So how does, how do you figure one decides on what area specifically they, they need to be a mentor? Well, I, I you know, I think if you, if you look at, different organizations, right? So you had Pastor Pierce on, right? So maybe you're a spiritual mentor, right? And and you're in, and that's part of your job function or, or part of what you appreciate about the calling that you undertook to be a pastor or a youth, you know, youth minister or a coach or uh, sometimes, James, I'm sure we could get you talking about your, you know, time in uniform as an officer and you had a detailer, right? And that was a person the organization assigned to you, right? to help you navigate the, the steps in your career, depending on where you wanted to go, you know, in your case as a line officer or with a technical specialty, you know, what were the next steps for you to, to build your career, to position you to go as far as you may want to go right in that organization. So, you know, sometimes Michelle, I think the answer to the question is the organization assigns you that role. Sometimes you have, you know, your, your, your self-interest in the person you hired, that you're going to be mentoring directly, right? Mm-hmm. Or other times you find that, you know, maybe you're at a different stage of your career and maybe it's post, you know, the active part of your career and you just enjoy working with, you know, other people and 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 helping them maybe learn some lessons from your experience, maybe avoid some problems, you know, and, and pitfalls that you encountered along the way. I think it's really, um, I think it's really whether you're drawn to it. Because as you alluded to, Michelle, not only, are there different styles, but there may be some people, you know, it's like being a teacher, right? There are some people that may not be very comfortable in that role for one reason or another. But if you're drawn to it, I think that, you know, as, as, as a parent, we hope we get the chance to mentor our own kids. Right. But sometimes it's somebody else. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I, I think that's an interesting point. It, it, it I think mentors are, you, you know, when you know, if you want to be one, I think is the answer to that question. Thank you. And, you know, setting realistic goals for your mentee is really important. So do you agree that if you're mentoring somebody, yes, you really need to know what their goals are. You really need to know what their what do they want to see? What do they want to get from the specific um, relationship, you as a mentor? And what path do you want to be on? Why is it important not to have your goals maybe subconsciously applied to your mentee. If they're looking to do something this way, you're like, no, I think you'll be great doing it this way. But maybe that's your goals for them, but that's not their goals. How important is to make sure that their goals are, number one, realistic, and that you don't have your goals and apply it to them? Wow. I mean, as usual, Michelle, that's a great question. And I think that's a real key point because, you know, early on in, in, in my, in my efforts to mentor, right. I, I found myself exactly crossing that line, right. Taking my goals and, and, and what I wanted out of a particular organization. Right. And the organization always is very careful to make sure that it's getting, you know, from you what it wants, right. That, that, you know, that'll take care of itself. But, um, 
I, I think that's a, that's a key point, not necessarily superimposing your goals and your ambitions or your approach on someone. But, you know, I think if you know the person you're mentoring well enough and you know the organization that you're both now in, right, then I think it's a, it's, it's a lot easier to be able to direct that person. And I found, you know, in my experiences in mentoring, it wasn't so much the job. I, I really come back to this issue of culture and personalities, right? Because now someone's in a new position, perhaps a new organization, perhaps just another side of the same organization, and, and listening and helping them resolve their conflicts as they either work with people or report above and come in contact with people higher up the organization. Um, and I, I, think, I, think that's, I think that's really, really key uh, to be able to listen to what they're challenged with and what their concerns are, to advise them or suggest different approaches uh, or, or different things they may, you know, they may do. Um, and I think it's also important to be able at some point to realize, to hand off to another person that now is more relevant to, to, to the mentee, as you put it, um, you know, in their next step in their journey. Maybe we only, maybe in certain situations, we only have someone for a period of time, you know, that the organization has asked us to mentor either as a peer or what have you. And then be able to prepare that person to to transition and, and find another mentor in the organization that they can relate to, or perhaps can can be more effective with them in that new challenge that that they're undertaking. Now, realistic goals is very important. How? What recommendations if um, the audience, if there's someone who's mentoring somebody, whether it's business, let's just say business, and your mentee spending time with them, you realize you know what? They really don't have that oomph to be in that particular role. They have the skill set and the qualities to be in another role. But how do you sensitively kind of just be honest and say, wow, this person is sharp. They're ambitious, but they're, they're reaching for something that obviously is not for them. How do you um, tell them and be honest with them regarding what their goals are and suggest, hey, if you try looking at that? Let me ask that question. <laughs> okay. And I use a scenario. Um, well, I was on the USS Blue Ridge, uh, probably second, first, second, about shipping and eight. And I was the, the chief. Uh, and uh, I was just new getting there. And I had probably about 200 and something folks that were working for me, uh, the leaders that were working for me, we call them first-class petty officers. Uh, they were shocked in a sense, but they was out of place, meaning that they was in their own jobs, in their own jobs. And the captain of the ship and the XO of the ship, especially XO, has said, uh, uh, Chief Coley, it's time for you to, time out, Chief. It is to, uh, we want you to come in. We want you to fix this. We want you to do this and do that. I said, sir, can you give me like a month or two to deserve? Uh, just so happened we had the other chief that was still on board. And so I had an opportunity to sit back, watch everybody work, operate this and that. And I understood immediately that these people that was in the leadership position was, I'm not saying they should not be in leadership position, but they was in the wrong leadership position. So what I did, I had about 13 first classes. I brought them all when I took over. XO told me to fix. I brought them all up to my stateroom and um, I see Todd tell me I got to take a break. But I said, hey, we're going to have to make some changes here. And without giving away anything right now, 
I'm going to pick this story up when I come back because uh, we only got a minute before I, I got to go to the break. But we're going to pick it up and I'm going to tell you what I did because in this from a mentorship perspective, sometimes you have to make a tough decision. Sometimes you have to make a hard decision. Sometimes you make decisions that's going to hurt, but it's in the best interest of the organization, the best interest for your people you have to train. So when I come back from the commercial break, we're going to pick it up and I'm going to finish explaining this story. So if you want to be part of the conversation, all you have to do is dial one 866 or go to the platform that you're watching this on, ask any question that you might have. I promise you, Kim Grant and I will get you an answer. Yes! Your life will see show now. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There's much truth in a journey that ain't over yet as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show. It's your life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen for anyone who thinks they're stuck in life or needs to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to become an overcomer because a bigger, better, and more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. Streaming at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show at your life. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, uh, I kind of got caught up in time with that last uh, uh, question that I was answering. But I'm going to finish it up. So I'll tell you what. We're talking about mentorship. we got my main man, Tim Grant, here. we got Dr. Michelle Cooley. Uh, that's uh, also here. And I, uh, mentorship means so much to me because I had some great mentors uh, that uh, 
formulate my thoughts and led me to be where I'm at today. And without all of those uh, uh, mentors and the lessons learned that um, I experienced, and you know, all the time wasn't tough, all the time wasn't good, all of them wasn't bad. I tell you, uh, it's just a learning experience, and we grow as we mature every season. And sometimes it take great leaders that we look up to and that we pull from. I mean. So if you want to be part of the conversation, then again, that's one eight six six five seven seven two four seven three, or go to the platform that you on and ask any question that you might have. Hey Tim, I was in the middle of telling the story uh, when I first reported board Blue Ridge, uh, USS Blue Ridge, which is a command, command and control ship. There's only two in the whole Navy. We got one on the West Coast, and we got one on on the East Coast, which is Mount Whitney, and. Uh, we had some problems on our ship and the captain and the XO asked me to fix it, especially in the radio shack is what we call it. The comms IT, uh, where all the things happen, uh, out of there because you have to be able to communicate. And so, uh, we had, um, we call leading petty officers, petty officer, this and that and all that. It's in charge of all the different squadrons or, uh, but um, I noticed and I asked uh, the XO to give me a month to observe. And he granted me that month to observe because he said, well, I want you to fix the problem. So uh, anyway, after that month, I noticed that uh, we had some good petty officers aboard, on board uh, that worked for me, but they was in the wrong position. And Things were not getting done. And uh, on the flagship, everybody come on the flagship. I'm talking from the president all the way down. So it's got it's to gotta, it's gotta be right. Long and short, I called everybody in my state room, all of my leading country officers. And I said, you guys are not doing your job. I've just been sitting back here for the last month or so checking you all out. I said, you know what? I'm firing all of y'all. Every last one of you are fired. <laughs> they looked at me. And so what they did was they said, well, we're going to go tell the XO. Go ahead on. So they went and told to the XO. XO called me up and said, uh, Chief Goley, you might want to come to my state room. I got some people that you might want to see. So I went up there, all of them was in his office. Right? And I walked in, I said, yes, sir. He says, uh, Chief, uh, they told me that you just fired him. I said, yes, sir, I did. Every last one of them. He looked at me and started laughing and turned around and looked at them and said, the reason he fired you guys because I told him to do it. He said, so now if you, you guys got a bigger problem. <laughs> and I looked at him. I looked at all of them. I said, "I, I want everybody on the flight deck. Uh, I, I'll be there in ten minutes." They left out of there, XO laughing and said, uh, uh, "Sir." So, long and short of story, like I said, mentorship. I went up there and I told him after watching him. I said, "Okay, your strong point is here. You're gonna be this. Your strong point is here. You're gonna be there. Your strong mm-hmm. point is here." And I put them in the positions that 
I thought that they would excel in. Mm -hmm. And not just excel, but come together as a team. And uh, in about three months, man, uh, our shack, man, we was we was on track, XOC on everybody was happy, including them. So that's what I mean by sometimes we have to make the tough decision mm-hmm. as a leader, as a mentor. Firing them does not mean that they're, they're not going to have a job. Mm-hmm. Putting them in the right position mm-hmm. so the team, everybody can win. What are your thoughts on that, John? Well, James, I, I think that raises an interesting point because sometimes in that case, you know, if you're the mentee, sometimes your mentor may or may not be your direct your direct boss, right? For just the reasons you mentioned, right? Because whether you're in a leadership position as you were, you know, relative to the story you just told, it's it's not unlike being a coach, right? You've got a bunch of different resources and some are in the game, some are on the bench, and you're watching this dynamic of a game play out, and it's up to the, you know, offensive line or defensive line or quarterback coach or what have you right, to borrow a sports analogy, to know when to play, when to pull, when to, when, to, when to move people around. That's the job of leadership. That is management, right? I mean, management's a verb. It implies, you know, action, right? And I think that's why some people in an organization, you know, are, are wise to find someone other than their direct report, maybe in the organization, maybe outside, that can coach them. And to Michelle's point, that you know, if you're really lucky, you found somebody in the organization that may not be your direct boss, um, that is well thought of in the organization. So that if you had that candid conversation that Michelle was alluding to about, or you were alluding to just now about maybe you've got a good resource and a person, a talented person, but they're in the wrong spot that you're hopefully well enough thought of in the analogy you raised, right. And going to the EXO, um, but you know, in a civilian analogy that, that the person that you're mentoring, uh, you know, is well thought of, uh, of enough in the organization to be able to help you move from a different part to where you may have a better fit. Right. And somebody that has a big, broad perspective of the organization and has the best interest of the organization in mind that is willing to make that phone call or say, you know what, you're just not in the right spot. And there's no harm to that. That may be a very, you know, that, that may be a great way to retain that person in the organization by helping them transition to where they're going to be happier and thought more of, right? And and be more valuable to themselves and to the organization. Yeah, yeah. So you just mentioned a, a couple of uh, great things in, in there. Uh, you mentioned coach. Uh, you, you mentioned kind of like uh, chaplain. And sometimes, you know, you... Uh, Umpire. Uh, my theory, a lot of time I'm speaking, I call it the CCC, CCU theory. You know, with your personnel, with your people, with whoever, whatever that might mean. Sometimes, you know, we have to let, we have to always lead by example, but we have to sometimes help them figure out certain things other than going and doing it yourself. As uh, coming up from an enlisted guy, switching over to an, an officer side, or from a technical perspective, I knew how to do everything that was in there that they have to learn how to do. I had already been through it. 
So I already knew it. And so I could walk into a, a radio shack and look and see what the problem is immediately. If it wasn't damaging the ship, if it wasn't damaging, you know, main things, I try to, sometimes you have to be a coach, you know, uh, instead of just going all off and just running and fixing, fixing things, you have to teach. So you have to coach them. So, but, you know, this is not a, a blue circuit meaning in radio shack. You know, it's uh, you got the plug in the wrong place. Can, you know, they look at and they show it to them and they pull it and say, mm, now check it out. You just coach them. Yeah. Coach them into the right thing. And then they're going to remember that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes as a leader, as a mentor, uh, you have to be a coach. Absolutely. Sometimes, you know, people, uh, your, your people that you're going to come across, Sometimes all the thing they want to do is be heard, right? They come in, sir. Can I can I talk to you? Can I can can I chat with you for a second? So boom, 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 boom. What I I normally do, I sit back and I just sit back and just listen to them. Sometimes they they finish, they get up. I didn't have to say a word. They right. walk out. The problem is solved. <laughs> Sometimes, Tim. You have to be that umpire. Oh, yeah. You have to call balls and strikes, right? Yep. You, you, you have to call balls and strikes. And and sometimes there, uh, your peak might be out of line. And you have to be strong enough and but not a mean person where you are, are going to degrade there. But you have to just right. say, you're out of line, you're overbound, you're out. Out meaning that. Let's get back on focus. Let's get back in, in focus and let's concentrate on doing the right thing. So a mentor and a leader have to be able to blend and mix those three things. Coaching, chaplain, being heard, and sometimes uh, umpire. I know we got to take a station break again. I mean, this 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 is good, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> This is good. So, hey, Todd is telling me that we have to take a break. And, you know, I'll tell you what, if you want to be part of the conversation, all you have to do is pick up the phone, one 2473 or go to the platform that you own, ask any question that you might have. Ask any question that you might have. I promise you, we'll get you an answer. Yes! your life and we'll see you shortly after the break there's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on it's your life with james cooley the J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. 
It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. Streaming at theanswersandiego.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show with your wife. And I, I'm just sitting here just uh, having fun with my main man, Tim Grant, talking about mentorship. Uh, it's a lot of different ways uh, we mentor uh, others. It's not just the people that work for us. Sometimes it's people in your community. Sometimes it's family members. Right. So, you know, but... It's still the same philosophy, at least I think it is. Yes. And most importantly, I was talking about being leading by example. You have to lead by example. You have to be able to uh, follow in, in order to lead. And Tim, we've been talking about several different forms of mentorship. But, you know, um, the form that I think that work mostly uh, and especially, I, I learned this when I was a drill instructor, uh, captain called Captain Commander in the Navy, is they give you 88 to 90 recruits, is what we call the train, right? So you pick them up to train. And it's only two of you, you and your partner, uh, to train all 88 or 90 plus. I learned a long time ago that you identify leaders within uh, your group and you teach them. And you teach them to work with the other sailors. We call that pure mm-hmm. leadership. Because the best and the easiest way to mentor is for them to mentor themselves. You know, mentor uh, them, themselves. And anybody, even in the organization, the company, the job, if you got employees 
that all have the same common interest and goal. You know, they want to, everybody wants to be successful. They start mentoring each other and you learn from each other. And I think that's the best form of mentorship is being able to just take all of the pressure off you, delegate some to others and let them try. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's true. And, and, but you know what, it takes a lot of courage. And if you're fortunate enough, you know, when you're a leader and you're, you're responsible for some portion of an organization, whatever that may be. Right. I tell you, it's, you know, it's a great feeling if you get to the point where you've created an environment where around a conference table, you can have the kind of conversation, James, that you're alluding to and people feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable to discuss, you know, and be open with each other and how to build a better team. That's a true leader. And, and when, when you get to the point, you know, that that can happen because you, you know, the people you're working with, there's mutual respect and you're willing to be vulnerable with each other because you're serving a common cause. And hopefully you've got an incentive program that, you know, that, that facilitates that, Um, you know, that's when the magic happens, but, but boy, that, I've had a number of instances in my career where I've tried to do that. And for some reason or another, you know, it, it didn't work as well. Right. And, and uh, you know, you take ownership of that and say, okay, you know, what did I, what could I have done differently to create an environment where people want to be vulnerable and are willing to out issues and, and resolve them internally. Right. That's why a lot of organizations go to an outside facilitator, you know, or when we talk about teamwork, which is also mentoring by the way, but, you know, we bring in an organization from the outside that helps to do just that so that, you know, because of that issue of being vulnerable and if you created an environment where, you know, people are less afraid of how, you know, that information may be used against them as opposed to how it may be used for their betterment. Well, you, you, you hit it on those, but a lot of times you do have to bring an outside organization in that, you know, can better connect uh, right. with the group or depending on the that you're in. Well, James, you know, there have been times, I mean, you know, when I was a younger manager, I was the problem, right? I was the problem because I wasn't listening or I was too busy trying to impart, you know, uh, you know, what I, what I thought I knew. Right. And, and, you know, I'm, 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 you know, it's just a fact, you know, early on, and we talked about it before, you know, I got opportunities in, in leadership and management before I really was confident in, in securing my own job, right. To be able to be that for somebody else. And I made a lot of mistakes um, that I like to try to, you know, not repeat the same mistake twice, but uh, yeah, it's a different skill. I mean, you know, we go back to the coaching analogy that we used, right. The coach never gets to suit up and go into the game, right. They've got to work through other people to accomplish their objective. And, and that's ultimately what, I began to understand that my role was in the leadership, you know, was to work through these other people and strong, not that I was strong, but we were strong. Right. And not that I was successful, but I was only successful if we were successful. And, uh, um, you know, that's, uh, no, that's, that's a whole different, whole different realization. And, and, you know, you, you, you bring up something because, you know, coaching team, all that, 
And um, many people get uh, caught up in self, self, I, 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 me, 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 my, my, my. I don't think that uh, you can win as a team if you just, if, if it's all about the I, me, and the my. Right. In order for us to be successful in anything, I believe we have to look deep down inside. We have to formulate a team. It has to be about the we, the us, and the ours. Right. No, that's what team is all about. Absolutely. Us. Absolutely. And it took me, it took me, I had to, I had to grow and, and become more mature as a manager to come to that realization. Right. And uh, uh, yes, I think you're absolutely, absolutely correct. And, and, and another thing uh, for the folks out there that's uh, mentors or thinking about being a, being a mentor, you have to stay abreast to current. You can't say, well, I'm going to lead this way because that's how I always have done. That's uh, It works this way. It always have worked that way for me. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Things are changing. Technology changes Everything changes over time. That means if we're going to be efficient and effective, that means we have to stay current. And we have to be able to adjust to change. Right. Change. Change right. is inevitable. You know, so uh, I commend uh, uh, the leaders out there, the mentors out there. But I think that we all still need to take a good look at self to make sure that we are leading, mentoring growing. the right way. Right. And growing and, and growing in what we've chosen to do and 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 learning and being open to new ideas. Um, and, and I I kind of alluded to that in the very beginning of the program, right? I think that that's what gives you credibility and confidence to be able to share with somebody else, right? If you're stagnated and and you're in the same job and your approach to that job is 10 years old you're probably not going to be the most, you're not doing a great job for yourself, let alone being in a position to help somebody else. Because it, as you alluded, it's all about adaptability, right? Organizations and teams face new challenges, different challenges that come at them from, could be a competitor. It could be a, you know, it could be a new, a new technology that's disrupting, you know, the, the, the industry that you're in. And I think that if people continue to learn uh, and continue to grow and, and, and evolve themselves, that's what the organization counts on. And, you know, that's absolutely critical and a lifelong, you know, whatever your career is plan to spend, you know, plan to spend the better part of that, that time in your career, continually learning. And that's what it's all about. And you mentioned the word evolve. Uh, it's going to happen because of evolution. You know, exactly. I want to thank you so much. Uh, for taking the time to come on the show again, man. You know, you got an open invitation, my friend. Always a pleasure. I really enjoy it. Open invitation. Yeah. I'd like to thank uh, uh, Michelle Cooley for putting together another absolutely fantastic show. I'd like to thank my producer, uh, The Answer, FM 96.1, AM 70 The Answer in San Diego. Todd, uh, you always do great work. Most importantly, I'd like to thank our viewers and our listeners for tuning in to the James Cooley Show is your life. Remember to always dream big, think big, and be big at everything you do. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, 
same place. It's your life. We'll see you then. Thanks for joining us for the James Cooley Show. It's your life. To learn more about Dr. James Cooley and how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been It's Your Life with Dr. James Cooley, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big in everything you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. 